Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful, and today, sexier, in their impact and leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we are welcoming our special guest, Tilly Storm. Tilly is a holistic sex and intimacy coach for female millionaires and millionaire wives seeking epic sex and connected relationships. Host of the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcasts since 2017, she's been recognized as one of the top 20 sex coaches in the world, by the Coach Foundation, and her podcast has reached over 300,000 listeners. As a certified sex and intimacy coach, Tilly uses deep transformational tools and techniques inspired from the Taoist and Tantric arts, somatic healing, psychotherapy, and a variety of coaching modalities to support high-achieving women to have epic sex and pleasure in the bedroom and beyond. I am so excited to have you here today. Welcome, Tilly. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited to share. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, you are just one of these extraordinary women who are clearly very much on purpose. So what I'd love to start with is, was your calling into this path something that happened early in life or was it something that happened later in life was there some kind of spiritual awakening or divine intervention that got you on this path or are you part of a long line of women who are helping people in this way no this is definitely not the long line of women helping people in this way (laughs) yeah i come from a southern baptist home and Mm. in the south and my family was very much uh, no talk about anything about what I do these days. So I did not know that this was my calling until after I kind of had my own sexual, spiritual awakening sort of thing. I actually got into being a sex coach from working in a birth center and watching a lot of women be completely uninterested in sex and intimacy after having kids. And I knew my one of my teachers that I had studied with to work on my own sexuality, she had started a sex, love and relationship coaching training. And when she said that, I was like, oh, this is what I'm here to do with my life. And I just knew. (laughs) So that was seven years ago. (laughs) Lovely. Well, you know, I think what's really extraordinary about you, Tilly, if you're telling me that that just happened seven years ago, you have made like a rocket launch into that calling. So what I'd love to have you talk about now is what was the experience, not only of receiving this calling, but also of saying yes to it. And can you give our listeners some 
you know, inspiration for them as well, if they are receiving any kind of calling. I mean, obviously your calling is very much off track from your background, right? Your your family background and often callings are. So if you could give our listeners just a little insight into what happened for you that not only you got the calling, but you have literally had a trajectory that has been like rocket fueled. Yeah. Well, it, it has not been easy in terms of learning where I can be supported, where I can be celebrated in my successes and things like that. Because I think most people look for a lot of that within their family and within the people that they know and that they're close to when they're in maybe pre-calling years. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes the calling will put you in a different sort of category where maybe that's no longer acceptable and maybe you won't be supported by your friends and family. And it was something I had to learn very early on, like, mm, don't go to your family to be celebrated for your successes in this. I actually was on TV in Mississippi, actually. <laughs> I know you had been there, but in Mississippi, and I had asked my mom for help and support to take care of my kids while I went to be interviewed about what I do and being a sex coach. And I didn't even have support with that. And I was single at the time. So it was, it was a bit of a challenge, but yeah, knowing like that moment of knowing that this is what I'm here to do. It was just kind of like a puzzle piece fit together when you've been looking for that puzzle piece for so long and you can't find just the right one. I was loving what I was doing before and birth work. I was trying to be a midwife. And at the same time, I was like, this isn't, the lifestyle I want to live. Like I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to be nomadic when my kids are grown up. I don't want to be situated to just one space. And then this whole idea of like being an online sex coach, I was like, ah, you can do that. Oh my God, this is it. <laughs> so it was very much just a, an epiphany and like being in the, in the right circumstance, having done the work on myself and knowing what the transformation was and what it was like to even do or be a recipient of coaching in this way. It was a combination of several things. So yeah, I mean, like tips and support wise, I don't know, like, like look for the thing that lights you up the most, find the, what, what brings you the most joy and the pleasure? What, may, what brings you to where you're like, so bubbling on the inside, you can barely hold it within yourself. You can barely contain yourself. And that was, this is what this was for me. It was just that moment of like, oh my gosh, people can do this. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, baby. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So Tilly, let's talk about sex. And in particular, let's talk about how easy it is for women, especially after they've had children. But I think, I mean, I think there, there's, you know, generations of oppression, first of all, right? Generations of oppression. There's been the taboo around even having conversations about sex. Just the last, it's only in the last you know, few decades that we've been willing to recognize that there's ways to correct some of the dysfunctions. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about, you know, from a kind of meta point of view, how do you help women even be willing to open their minds enough to consider getting the kind of support that you offer? 
Yeah. Well, honestly, I let my own podcast do a lot of that work for me Mm -hmm. because it is a lot of teaching. It is a lot of educating. And when women, if they're not coming to me with huge pain points of basically like I'm in a sexless marriage, we're going to end up getting divorced. Like it usually has to get to something that bad before someone with a specific pain point is going to reach out for support because the average couple will actually wait seven years too late to seek support in their marriage and in their sex life and relationship in general. So they generally do not get that support until it is too late. So people tend to come to me because they have been educated from my podcast mostly about why this is so important, why this is an area of that we should be focusing on, especially if you are a coach or a healer or someone who is supporting other women to thrive, because I believe you can't thrive without pleasure. That if you have blocks to pleasure, how could you possibly thrive? Your nervous system is in survival mode. It's in that constant fight, fight, freeze, or fawn. And without pleasure and access to pleasure in our lives. And, you know, I don't work with women just around sexual pleasure. Obviously that's one part of it, but I help them to be able to experience pleasure in their, in their entire life, how to bring that sensuality and that aliveness back into their life so that they actually feel alive and vibrant again. And that they have that energy that they once had when they were younger or when they first met their husband. So yeah, being able to educate them to even see that you don't have to wait to work on this mm. till something gets really bad in your relationship to actually invest in this area of your life to think about, well, my sexuality, what does that have to do with anything else? Because it is the foundation of our being and it has to do with everything. It affects everything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. Well, and let's talk a little bit about, you know, I think for most women, you know, part of it is conditioning. I think societal conditioning, part of it is, you know, programming. There's a lot of societal programming too, where like putting ourselves last, not, we're not even going to talk about pleasure, right? Putting ourselves last in everything, right? So I'd love to have you tell our, our listeners, you know, you've already said, don't wait till seven years have passed. Like, what are some of the early, like, let's call them early warning signs Mm -hmm. that is actually time to nip it in the bud right now, rather than get to desperation? Yeah, that is a wonderful question. (laughs) I would say that some of these early warning signs are that you either feel that sex is an obligation. Maybe you deep down just have sex with your husband to get him off your back. Uh, Maybe you don't find that it's important at all. And you're like, you know what? I feel like I could probably go the rest of my life without ever having sex again. I'd be okay. That's a red flag. Feeling like when you are in an intimate moment that you are so in your head about things that all you can think about is what else you should be doing instead of enjoying yourself. That's a huge red flag. Laundry, <laughs> and, well, laundry needs to be done. <laughs> precisely. When you have intrusive thoughts that come in right at the moment of peak pleasure for you, if that's happening, then that's a sign that your system, that the conditioning is running the show, that who you're showing up as sexually intimately with your partner 
that there's something that's not regulated, that there's a part of you that is in need of integration and healing and support, because otherwise you would just be enjoying yourself and not having these thoughts come in. We go into our heads because it's like, it's a protective mechanism. Hmm. We're taught from so young to be in our heads, be smart, right? Be in your head, think logically, do all these things, get good grades, right? And Unfortunately, that's like the opposite part of our mind that's required to be online for great sex. <laughs> there are two opposing forces here. <laughs> so yeah, we get to be smart and in our logical brain, which is awesome for advancing us in our career and our business, but it's also the part of your brain that's most needing to go offline to create amazing pleasure, amazing orgasmic experiences and amazing intimacy with your partner. Wow. Beautiful. All right. I want to reiterate those early warning signs for our listeners. Then we're going to go to a quick break. So if you feel obligated, if you feel that this is an unimportant aspect of your life, if you are in your head thinking about something else while you're in the middle of an intimate encounter, if you're getting intrusive thoughts at the peak of pleasure, So those are the early warning signs, ladies. And what I'm going to do now is we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you where you can find out more about Tilly. Right now, though, Wickedly Smart Women, we need your help. And if you are enjoying this show, please consider joining our community, making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com and sharing with your lovely lady friends that might benefit from our content. Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so that we can serve them too. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. And we're downloading now in 108 countries. I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Puerto Rico. They count Puerto Rico as a country, but it's not really. (laughs) It's part of the US, but it's on the country list. Bermuda. And I just want to go to pleasurable places here, Costa Rica. (laughs) And we will be right back with Tilly Storm. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by Women in Transition, Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Tilly Storm. You can actually find out more about Tilly and how she helps female millionaires and millionaire wives seeking epic sex and connected relationships by going to tillystorm.com forward slash five day training. So Tilly, can you tell us what they'll find when they go to this five day training page on your website? Yeah, sure. It's a five days to epic sex and pleasure for high achieving women training. 
and it's an audio, it's a private podcast basically. So you just opt into the podcast and you'll have five audios on if I could distill my other podcasts into five episodes and that's all you had time to listen to. That is what I would want you to listen to. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, let's talk about time since you brought up the word time. Time, I find, at least in my own life, I've seen it with my clients, I've seen it with my colleagues and friends. Time seems to be one of the blockades to intimacy and sexual pleasure. And so I'd love to have you speak a little bit, Tilly, about how you support your women to work with time in a positive and powerful way in order to be able to deepen into their ability to be in sexual pleasure. Yeah. Well, time is definitely one of those things that will give us an excuse to not connect with our partner. So I often hear that, I don't have time to connect, you know, or the kids are going to wake up or all of the things. And it also comes from conditioning that this isn't important, Mm -hmm. right? We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And we make time for the things that are important to us and people who make time with their partner, intimate time, who have sex date nights or who schedule sex. Even I know it doesn't sound very sexy, but like, if you're not making it a priority and it's difficult to make a priority, one of the best things you can do is to schedule at least once a week and make sure it happens because we do prioritize the things that are important to us. But if your conditioning is saying this isn't important, then you're not going to make time for it. Have you ever experienced that in your life? (laughs) You're just like, this isn't important. (laughs) I don't need it. Right. So this is why we, we really have to make an effort because of course you're busy. Of course you have a million things to do. Kids calendars, you know, if you have young ones, even teenagers. So yeah, it's definitely something that we have to prioritize. And if we're not, then that's your conditioning speaking. Yeah, beautiful. So I'd love to have you drop in a little bit, Tilly, to an actual, maybe a client that you've helped. And I'd love to see if you could talk a little bit about how you blend together your work, your coaching work. Like, where does the somatic piece come into this? Talk a little bit about that, because I I know for myself, I've done some, you know, sexual healing for myself that was deeply, deeply transformative. Let me put it that way. And it was somatic and it's not an easy thing to access if you don't know about it. It's not easy to access if you're in certain areas of the country. So if you could talk a little bit about that piece, that would be great, I think. Yeah, that's a powerful question. Mm -hmm. So somatic experiencing, somatic coaching is body-based coaching. Traditional therapy and couples counseling can be great for some people, but they also have the lowest success rates for people who have sexual trauma or abuse or who are going for marriage help. So this type of therapy, the talk cognitive behavioral therapy, it's actually not effective. It is effective for very, 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 very few people when it comes to sex and relationships. That's because all of the things that are blocking us from amazing sex and intimacy are based in our primal brain and our limbic system. This is body-based work and going into the unconscious mind. So when we access your 
sensations in your body called the felt sense. Like what are you feeling in your body? What are you experiencing in your body that might be in resistance to pleasure right now? Then we're approaching it from the unconscious mind, the intelligence of the body that's holding the blockages that are there instead of your logical thinking mind. So somatic coaching is really all about what are you experiencing in your body that's in fear or resistance to your goal and desire? And sometimes that might lead you into a past experience or past conditioning or past big T or little T traumas, but not always. <laughs> so sometimes we can take a somatic sensation of like, what does it actually feel to experience bliss and ecstasy in your body? So it doesn't always have to be like the negative ones. It can be the positive ones too. And we can take the felt sense of that. Like, how do you even feel and experience bliss inside? Like, where can you feel in your body? Maybe it's in your stomach. Maybe it's like a champagne bubbly feeling that you feel. So it's all somatic coaching is just all about going back to sensation. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as a guide and a coach, really leading someone into any integration that needs to happen or an expansion of the sensation so that you can actually have the embodiment of the thing that you most desire. Mm. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. <laughs> okay, right. So so I just want to clarify just to so that I'm clear and my listeners are clear. Are you doing, are you guiding people through somatic work in person or is that something that is mostly that you're just walking them through verbally? Because when I experienced it, it was, it was in-person sexological body work, you know, internal yeah. work. It was pretty intense and pretty deep and again, hard to, to find the right fit people and locations that were conducive to having that work happen, but very valuable for me. Right. Yes. Sexological body workers aren't allowed to practice in some states. I don't do any hands-on work. I give you the hands-on work and I tell you how to do it to yourself. <laughs> so I do the coaching and the somatic coaching with my clients. Anything sexual, I have them do through audio or video guided practices just to make that, you know, where there's not that barrier of mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't need to do this for you. You can do this for yourself and you can empower yourself to do this. So yes, it is very valuable, the sexological body work for a lot of people, but it's also not necessary because you can do it for yourself and you can have your partner participate in that sort of healing work as well, if they're available for that. And some are, some aren't, and some want like nothing to do with it, but that's okay because you get to take you know, you get to take responsibility for what's happening in your own pleasure and your own sexuality. So yeah, it can kind of go either way. <laughs> Beautiful. So we've talked a, a bit about, you know, partners here. What about the wickedly smart women, many of whom are wickedly smart, right? We we live in our heads, a lot of us. You know, our our livelihood has depended on our smarts, our livelihood and our success and our accomplishments and our lifestyles and all of those things. It's been the left brain and many end up unpartnered. So are there women that you also help, especially your female millionaires who may not be partnered or coupled? How do you help them to either access pleasure or potentially even bring in partnership? Yeah. So that's one thing I'm always really clear with my work is that if someone's primary goal or desire is to attract a partner. I don't do that. 
<laughs> so great. I, I love your clarity. <laughs> clarity is divinity. Good job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like you need a love coach or you need a dating coach for that. I am a sex and intimacy coach. So the difference is if you have internal blocks to intimacy, if that's the thing that's keeping you from attracting the partner, I can work with that, but I will not work with someone specifically who has that goal. Like, I just want to find my partner, right? Cause that's not my forte. I don't enjoy it actually, but I really love working with the specific conditioning and blocks and obstacles around pleasure, sexuality, and intimacy. Cause that's where, you know, that's where I shine. That's what most lights me up in my coaching. So Yeah. I mean, with uh, women who are wickedly smart and in their head all the time, it's really about helping them understand that the thing that made you successful in all these other areas is not the thing that's going to make you have, help you have epic sex and pleasure. It's the opposite thing. So getting back in your body, getting in touch with that wild primal nature, contacting your unconscious mind, learning breath work, doing the somatic coaching, all of the stuff. I teach women the jade egg practice. It's one of the primary tools I use to help them create a deeper somatic connection with their body and their pussy really. So that's also a big part of it is like actually doing the things that aren't necessarily heady because Mm -hmm. you guys are, y'all are so good at that. So it's getting you out of that and saying, okay, how do we get back to body? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do we just be here right now and enjoy the moment, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, I'm a jade goddess myself. So yeah, I got I got clued into that about seven, probably about seven years ago when you were having your spiritual awakening, your calling coming in. I was getting turned on to the jade egg. Awesome. All right, Tilly, in the last couple of minutes that we have, what I'd love to have you share, if you would, is maybe a success story from one of your clients that would help our listeners get even more clear about whether or not it would be a good idea for them to reach out to you. Mm, I love this. Thank you. Yeah, there are so many. It's hard to pick one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the one that's coming to mind right now, and I guess this is just the one I get to share then, is a gal in the UK who came to me, she was 37. She had had her first baby who was about a year and a half. And she is very sexual. She loves sex. She loves the intimacy, but she'd never had an orgasm. Mm. And she was just beside herself about it. You know, she hasn't, she didn't know what was going to work for her, but for some reason she felt called to my work and she really was skeptical of the jade egg itself because she was an oncology nurse, I believe. So she's very medical minded. A lot of my people are and very skeptical of anything energetic or anything that's not like scientifically proven. And she's like, okay, whatever about this jade egg thing. You know, I really vibe with you. I really like what you say and what you're about, but I'm not sure about this. So two months into the four month program she was in with me, she, she gets on a call with me and she, I, I have everyone state their celebrations when they, when they get on a call with me. And she just nonchalantly, she's like, so yeah, I had an orgasm. I only, it, it wasn't only one, it was three. And I had a clitoral orgasm, a G-spot orgasm and blah, blah, blah. And then she just like went on sharing more celebrations. I was like, wait, what? 
<laughs> Hold up there, girl. It is like, let's slow that train down, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> I think you just said something really important, but she was, women are so used to not being able to share about this or not mm-hmm. having a space to celebrate mm-hmm. their wins around something so intimate and so personal, right? So when she was even sharing it with me, it was coming out of like hesitation, like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of nervous and shy to even celebrate that I had three orgasms the first time I ever had one. So mm-hmm. she the first time she'd even tried. And she said that it was the JDEG practices that did it, that I had no idea. Like it was the thing I was most skeptical of, but it had the most profound impact. <laughs> Isn't that always the way, Tilly? Well, can you tell ladies why she runs the multi-orgasmic millionaire podcast? <laughs> Clearly, Tilly, you are doing some beautiful work in the world. And I want to thank you so much for showing up and shining today. Listeners, we love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's episode. Go right now to www.wickedlysmartwomen.com to join our community, share your takeaways, ask questions, or submit guest suggestions. Thanks for tuning in your ears open and remember you are a wonderful woman thanks for tuning in downloading and listening be sure to rate and review wickedly smart women on apple podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode wickedly smart women is the premier podcast series for informing activating and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.